Hey men, and welcome to another episode of Quality Manhood, a show meant for Christian men seeking to understand how to apply God's truth in everyday life. I'm one of your hosts for the show, PJ Burner, along with my co-host, Kellen Allen. What's happening? What's going on? I'm adding to my, my introduction just because I'm trying to diversify it. So Be different. As you can tell. <laughs> Not just the hey, 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 what's happening? Yeah. What's up, guys? I'm getting some new stuff. I'm getting some new stuff. So if you're a regular listener, you realize that uh, that last week we didn't have an episode, and uh, Kellen and I apologize to you guys for that. We uh, just <laughs> in the midst of adjusting to, uh, I don't know, what, this new normal? That's what everybody's calling this at least right now. Yes, it is, right? Although we hope it's not normal for very long. Yeah, I don't like um, it. I don't like it. But we're back, and uh, we're excited to be back, and we're not planning on taking another week off, Lord willing, uh, for the foreseeable future. So uh, we've got episodes coming at you guys this week, next week for sure, and then we'll keep going after that. But this episode, episode uh, number 29, actually, believe it or not, um, is significant for us because this is a, an exciting day that has been uh, almost two years in the in the working. Yeah. But uh, this is an episode about uh, Kellen Allen's transition uh, from working in the the secular world to yeah. uh, working in ministry. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so this week was your first week in the office at Compass Bible Church. How did that go, Kellen? It was a uh, it was a little different. I didn't you know we didn't have the full. Um, audience at the office or the full personnel there. And uh, so, you know, not being able to spend my entire day there, just popping in and and doing a few things here and there, being quarantined in my office, uh, it wasn't what I would have thought. But hey, the the feeling of at least driving to the church, um, at least parking there, at least walking in, knowing that this is my full-time job now, uh, brought me complete joy. So uh, not ideal, but right. hey, it's still great. Right. Yeah, your first week of work story is going to be better than anybody else's first yeah. week of work story. Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, my, it's an I interesting s- one. Started a new job in the middle of the quarantine. Right. Yeah, <laughs> right? worldwide quarantine. That's that's everybody's experience. Yeah, yeah. But, but if we ever have it again, I'm the person to go to. They're like, hey, right. talk to Kellen. Right. He has the onboarding plan for quarantine hiring. Yeah. I'm the one and only person that can specialize in that. So that's good. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about how you got to this place because yeah. you just walked away from Twenty Four Hour Fitness, which right. was a good good job, good right. career for you. Supported your family for yeah. how long? Uh, seven, seven, little over seven years. Seven years, yeah. and you were, uh, I mean, you were doing well in that company. This yeah. wasn't like a hey, things are going bad at Twenty Four, so I need to jump ship there. That right. it was good for you, right? Yeah, I mean, things were going great. Loved the company, loved the people that I got to work with. Got a lot of great relationships that. Um, still have far beyond 24-hour fitness. Um, you know, I'm a former athlete, and so being able to work in the gym and being able to associate with people that have that like-minded uh, passion for fitness, it, I mean, it was it was great. Uh, like, no no real complaints there. And then right. also it, it gave me time um, as far as the job that I had. Um, it gave me time to be able to balance and, and do uh, ministry as well and start to preach and lead and be in multiple ministries and yeah. Take your uh, challenges that you've given me. Hey, uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. You're <laughs> jumping jumping ahead in the podcast. But uh, yeah, so, oh, by the way, you mentioned uh, being a former athlete. You're working in the gym. That's helpful. So I just need to warn you that it, at the church, we eat for a living. Um, I, I've noticed that So already. you may be facing the freshman 15 by coming on board here at the church. <laughs> uh, we don't have any any weight rooms or treadmills or no? anything else like that here. I thought that was um, part of the deal. No, you can walk around the loop in the ah. office. I see a lot of people doing that. Okay. But uh, with the amount of food that we have here at the church, you're going to have to walk a lot around okay. the, the offices right. there. 
but yeah, let's uh, let's back up. What it was? You told me this morning. It was May. What what was the date? May twenty fourth, which was a Thursday, um, two thousand eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. So it was. Yeah, it was a Thursday, and I, I remember that vividly because you know we have men's Bible study, and I could never get you on Tuesday night or Wednesday morning because you were preaching. So Thursday uh, was the day, uh, and it yeah. It, I'll, I'll never forget that day. Yeah, so Kellen reaches out to me. He's like, hey, can we grab some coffee? So I said, sure, why not? So we went to Pete's Coffee, uh-huh. uh, Laguna Niguel, right? Yeah, yeah. And, right uh, across from 24-Hour Fitness, directly across. I yeah, can see it. Yeah. yeah, and little did you know. Little and did so I know. Kellen shows up, and he sits down with me, and, and he's like, hey, look, uh, you're my men's pastor, and I just have – I wanted to meet with you because I've, I've got a desire – uh, to learn more about theology and yeah. about God and about the Bible. I mean, I, I know I'm a Christian, and I go to church, and I go to men's Bible study, and those things are all great, but I want more, yeah. right? That's basically how it went. Yeah, I mean, that was it. I, I remember <laughs> I even used a, a sports like illustration there. I was like, you know, I feel like growing up playing sports, there was different levels. When you were playing on JV, it was you, you practiced differently than you did when you were on varsity, and when you were on varsity – you practice a little bit differently when you got to college and from college to professionals. Like every level that you go up, it it gets a little bit more demanding and your practice and your your devotion time gets a little bit more intense and serious. And I, I told you I felt like mine was at a, a JV uh, level and I at least wanted to get to college. Let's, I'm, not, I'm not talking about professional, but right. at least like raise my level a little bit. Little did I know what I was asking. Right, right. Because uh, I'll, I'll tell you what I heard in that. <laughs> Here I've got a, a, a relatively young guy who sets up a, a meeting and takes the initiative and comes and sits down uh, and says to me, hey, I want to grow in my ability to handle the word and no theology. And so I'm sitting there and I'm listening to that and I'm going, okay, okay. Well, let's uh, let's see how much he really wants uh-huh. to, to grow. And so... Uh, I think initially I, my my proposal was, well, let's meet and let's start going through a systematic theology together, right? You get, yeah, you didn't give me the smallest book no, to start with. No, it was Biblical Doctrine by MacArthur and Mayhew, right? It was yeah, that thousand-page book. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, let's just go through this. We've got no time frame. Let's just go through this. <laughs> but I, I think at that same meeting, I began to at least plant the seed of causing you to think about ministry, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah you you put it out there and I kind of laughed at it. I'm like, no, 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 I don't want that, dude. I just, I just want to, I want to be a better Berean. I want to study the word more. And like, as I'm, I was men's Bible study leader at the time. And I was like, I want to be able to um, lead my guys better and know the word. And so that's all I wanted. And you were like, well, Hey, you never know. This might turn into full-time ministry. And I'm like, I I didn't say that you said that. Right. Right. All I asked was to study better. Right. That's it. Well, then shortly after that, I think even maybe within the next week, I had a conversation with our senior pastor here at Compass with uh, Pastor Mike Fabares, and I said, hey, I've got this guy, Kellen Allen. You know him really well. Um, you know, I, I think, I don't know what God's doing in his life, but here's the meeting that we had, and, and I think maybe, who knows, ministry may be in his future. What would you recommend <laughs> as far as, you know, trying to bring him up and, and prepare him for something like that? And his response was, well, you got to get him up and preach. <laughs> All off of what I just said, if I wanted to study better. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I mean, I may have embellished a little bit and said, hey, I, I've seen him interact with guys. I, I see a giftedness in him just on that. And and uh, PM said, well, let's let's get him up there. Let's get him in the pulpit. Yeah. And so... Um, that you, was another weird time. Yeah. Because uh, that was fast forward. Uh, we were in about November uh, of that 
2018. Yeah, it was November. Yeah. So, you know, so there was some e- time in between. It's not like it was two weeks later. I was like, here's the pulpit, right? I mean, we're not being irresponsible with the, the word no, of God. Absolutely here, not. Well, and, and we were we were working hard. Like you were challenging me, and I was I was plowing through that book. I mean, I, I got all the way page by page up to about 700. Then I'm like, I'm a little fatigued. Need this, to come up for air. Yeah, I, I mean, let's, and then you're like, okay, here's another book. And I'm like, I di- okay, all right. I yeah. Just, and then uh, yeah, dispensationalism, dispensationalism. Right? Yeah, yeah. So not a, another one that's not yeah. not easy. Uh, yeah. But it was great because even in that that span of time, it was like just the growth that I was having there by studying the word. And then you know, I, I was remember I was writing summaries to you, right? Because that right? I, I wanted you to I still got those to see what I was getting out of it, and I wanted you to, to coach me on it, to say, right. like, hey, not, that, that wasn't a, a good interpretation of it. This is what it was. And so I felt like I was in school already um, before I, I got to school, and, right. which um, we'll get there too. But, yeah, I remember doing that. And then, yeah, in November, actually it was, yeah, it was November, or late November, early December, you like, we should have you preach. And I'm like, dude, no, no, <laughs> I, I just want to study better. And uh, I remember talking to Pastor Mike. He was on the on the elliptical at the gym, and I was walking by, and he was like, "Hey, it's like we got to get you up to preach soon." I'm like, Who all knows this stuff? Why, <laughs> wh- what is going on here? And uh, it, it was a Wednesday. I don't have that day, but it was in December. Uh, it was early December, and y'all were having a pastors' meeting. Yeah. And you and I were texting that morning, and just normal text back and forth. And uh, you were like, "Hey, I'm going to my pastors' meeting. I'll text you in a little bit." I'm like, "Okay." And then I get this text that just rocked me in the middle of the day. I was like, hey, do you want to preach on January 6th? I'm like, excuse me? Preach to who and (laughs) and where and why and how? Um, But I'd love to hear like that conversation just with the pastor. Like, how did that come up to this? Like, hey, January 6th, there's your day, 2019. Right. Well, I mean, again, we've got a guy who said, hey, I want to grow. Uh, you'd been demonstrating faithfulness in that. I mean, this wasn't just, you weren't just trying to impress anybody. You weren't just trying to say, hey, I, I want to learn theology just to say you want to learn theology. So, uh, you know, you and I had been meeting. We had been going through this systematic theology together at, at that point. And, uh, and Pastor Mike, again, knows you yeah. through his interaction with you and um, knows your character and your integrity. And, and uh, so I was saying, okay, so, you know, I've, I've got this guy, I've got Kellen, he's, he's taking strides here. I think he might be a potential guy that, that could be a player for us down the road. And, uh, you know, cause that's what we're always looking for. We're looking for the right guys to come on our team to, right. to make uh, the church stronger, better. Right. And, uh, and so Pastor Mike's response was, well, again, yeah, let's get him up in the pulpit. Let's put him, put him up there and see how he does with, with preaching, how he does handling the word and how he is with, with being a, a speaker. So uh, it was third nine, or at the time. Now it's yeah. it's the bridge, our college ministry. Yeah, and I said, well, I'll I'll put them up in in January. I've got this date scheduled, and Pastor Mike said, great, let's do it. So, and I, I think you're forgetting to add one thing. You weren't even there. You had to go do a wedding. That's right. And so you, were I like, needed a speaker. Here you go. I'm like here, I've got a guy right here. Because in my mind, I'm like, worst case scenario, if I just like, if this doesn't work out, PJ can come up here and start praying and, and preaching the sermon <laughs> over. And you were like, hey, I'm going to be in San Diego. I'm not going to be there. Right. Uh, you got it. Right. Okay. Okay. But you you prepared me well. Uh, We spent a ton of time in preparation and and going through it. So I was I was well prepared. But it was still just the fact of of not having you there. Yeah. It's like you know when you're lifting weights or when you're doing you want to have that spotter just in case something goes wrong. PJ's there for me. Right. You weren't there. No. Uh, Throw you in the deep end. Walk no. away. Just just walk yeah. away. Drive to San Diego. Yeah. And I told you before that as we were meeting together and as you were working on preparing the sermon, I said you're going to walk away from this with one of two responses. 
you're going to walk away from this going, dude, that's just not for me. Yeah. Or you're going to walk away from this going, when can I get back up again? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, you know, as, as it would have it, you walked away with the second response. Right. You were th- thinking to yourself, I want to do that again. Absolutely. When can I get back up again? Yeah. And we even had a sermon review with Pastor Mike where he sat down with you, right, and, and oh, began yeah. to dissect your, your preaching. And that's taking it. That's, that's being nice, that word, yeah. dissecting. Yeah. I mean, I, I walked out. I've been that. in those for me, too. And, dude, it hurts. You walk out, oh, and you're man. sore, but at the same time, you're like, dude, this is amazing. I've yeah. got so much good stuff to work on right now. Yeah. And even after that, you were like, when do I get to go again, right? Yeah. And then... The, the next time I was thinking like, all right, you know, uh, the fir- first verse we, we started in Philippians. It was like, it's my first time you threw me in the deep end. You weren't there. And then uh, the next sermon you gave me was, um, yeah, we were in Second Samuel. Yeah, I give you an entire chapter the from entire the Old Testament chapter. narrative. Yeah. Old Testament narrative in Second Samuel in the men's ministry. A uh, lot yeah. larger audience, and I got to preach preach it three times. So not just one time, but I want you to preach it Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, and Friday morning. Right. And I'll never forget that feeling I had Tuesday night when I went to bed, and how quick that alarm came for Wednesday morning. I'm yeah, like, yeah. wait, I, I got to go do this again, yeah. and and be ready to to be able to have the same energy and, and passion and and preach it even better. I'm I'm tired, uh, and so I again throughout this whole process, I've always had a tremendous amount of respect for uh, you and Pastor Mike and all the pastors, just because you know your the study piece of it is, is a lot. We're talking you know 20 hours worth of prep, and then you go preach it, and that's exhausting. But then to turn around and, and do it again, sometimes especially you know main service, you, you 30 minute break, you're up again doing it, uh, preaching it the word, and right? So, right. Um, but yeah, you you didn't you didn't throw me any light passages. Nope. And all. we kept going, right? I mean, yeah. you, you kept preaching, preaching, preaching. And so finally we started talking about, okay, is this a reality? Like yeah. is this a legitimate possibility? And I think you and, and your wife kind of through prayer and a lot of prayer and, yeah. and talking with, with Amanda and I, my wife, and talking with Pastor Mike and his wife and talking yeah. with others, you guys came to that position of saying, Okay, yeah, we're we're willing to, to be all in on ministry. We're yeah. waiting on God's timing for that, but we're willing to be all in. Talk a, a, bit, a little bit about that process for you and Chelsea, because again, like we said at the very beginning of all this, twenty four was, was was good, good for you, yeah. and you were still able to do ministry. Right. So maybe crystallize if you can. What was that pull that was saying, "I want more of of what"? I've already been able to do with my job, and that is to, to serve in the church, to be involved in multiple ministries, to preach, but I, I, that's, not, that's not quite enough for what I feel right now. I, I explain yeah. that a little bit. Yeah, so I, I'll actually take a, a step back, and it'll provide some context. So there, there were two scenarios that happened, and they were both work-related. Uh, one, I talked to you about, and I, I, got a, I got an opportunity to go advance my career and work at a different job. And I remember talking to you, I'm like, man, I'm struggling with this because if I do that, that's going to, you know, I'm going to have to work work the longer hours. I got to prove myself again, and I don't want that to pull me away from the church. And I remember you kind of peppered in, uh, uh, I thought it was a joke at the time. You're like, yeah, you got to get ready for a seminary. Uh, so you might not have all that time. So it's a true you know, story. think about it, pray about it. I'm like, dude, I'm not going to seminary. Would you stop? And so I remember at that time, like, if this was a year ago, of course I'm taking that opportunity. I want to I want to grow in the corporate world, and people knew that. I wanted to get the highest titles and make a lot of money, but at that time, it, the opportunity was there, and I'm like, I, I, I don't want it. I, mm. I, I want to make sure that I can still serve at the church and lead and continue what I'm doing. So that happened. Then with 24, I got an opportunity uh, to relocate, and it was the same for a, a higher-level position. It was mm-hmm. like come up to here to Northern California where head, headquarters are. 
And I remember telling them, I'm like, I can't do it. Like, take my name out of the hat. And they were like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. And it's because I can't leave my church. Uh, and I, I remember at that moment, I'm like, okay, this is serious. And we started talking, and Chelsea and I started talking and praying about it. And, uh, yeah, 24 was great. I loved the people, but I, I wanted nothing more but to be at the church and to be serving the Lord and um, and really, you know, leading and, and helping the church grow. Uh, and I couldn't get that off of my mind. And so we prayed about it, and that was, you know, late 2019. And we started talking about it and what that could potentially look like. And Chelsea and I, uh, we were on the same page. And she felt the same way because she just saw that joy. Uh, when I, you know, when I work on a project for 24-hour fitness, it was one thing. I could close the door and I didn't want to even talk about it anymore. But when I would go out and, you know, evangelize or uh, when I would preach, and I couldn't stop talking about it. And, you know, she felt the same way just where she led in the church um, as well. And so it was one thing that to see that, okay, there's this growth. But at the end of the day, and we were going through Ecclesiastes, we started going through that as well. And it's like, at the end of the day, it's vanity. If I get the highest position, right? Yeah, yeah. If I make X amount of money, what does it what does it do? And and I'm not trying to diminish because there's a mission field in corporate America too. Right, so right. I don't want to diminish Absolutely. that. And there's yeah. I don't want every guy to be like, well, my, my I gotta put my job down. Right. Cause there's a mission field there and it was for me, but I, I just wanted to take that next step um, and go into full-time ministry because I, I felt the Lord really made it clear that there was so much he had in store there. And so we prayed about it a lot. Um, you know, talk with you and Amanda, talk with Pastor Mike and uh Carlin and um, you know, an opportunity presented itself to be able to come on full time where I never even thought that was possible. And right. uh, yeah, just praise God for that. Yeah. So, yeah. And actually, guys, I'm going to encourage you to tune into our next episode because we're going to actually split this one into two to talk about what Kellen's role is now at the church. It's pretty exciting um, uh, for, for what we've got coming up here. But really, all of this, men, boils down to this. Uh, when Kellen came and sat down with me and talked to me, um, the, the thought that came to mind, the verse that came to mind uh, is 2 Timothy 2.2. 2. 2 Timothy 2.2, 2, Paul is instructing Timothy about his role in the church there in Ephesus. And one of the things that he says there is he says, what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, he says, entrust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Guys, that's our role. And so as you're out there, whether you're in ministry and you're listening to this and you've got guys that are involved in your life that you're trying to pull up and, and pull alongside you as, as partners with you in ministry, or whether you're just serving in the church, you're a faithful uh, small group leader, or you are there to be an usher, or you are there to be um, a, a parking lot attendant, whatever it is, guys, this is our call. And that is the call of discipleship, yeah. to, to look around, to look at, at who's next to you, and, and to, to grab them and to, to pull them alongside you and say, hey, let's, let's, let's pace one another. Let's run this together. Let's set the course together. And you who are, are maybe more mature in the faith, uh, your job is to entrust to those men who you pull alongside you uh, those things that you've learned so that they will be equipped to go out and do that as well yeah. and to teach others as well. Yeah. And just one last thing that I want to you know, make public that I haven't, you and I have talked about it before, but um, many people don't know is I want to personally say thank you. Um, I know God brought you in my life three, what, th going on three years ago now, and maybe it took a guy from from Texas uh, for me to Another find. Another guy from Texas. Yeah, right? I'm like I can I can listen to him. Yeah. I, can, I can hear him, but uh, no, just the way that you obviously challenged me, uh, you invested time in me. You didn't have to do that, um, and I know you know this was God's plan. He probably could have had anybody. I don't know who it was going to be, but 
I thank God for for bringing you in um, and what you've like invested in me over the last three years. I God would have had His way. I want to make that clear, but. I, I don't know how I would have been here if it weren't for you. Uh, you put a lot of time and effort and, and coaching me and developing me and challenging me in times that I didn't want to do it. And um, I, I want to say thank you, man, because you, like me getting here, uh, the role that you played, not many people will, will hear about it and know about it. And I want this audience to know that, yeah, I, I wouldn't be here without you and I wouldn't be progressing without the way that you challenged me. So I want the public to say thank you. I love you, man, and love you and your family. And we've grown a lot um, and closer as a family. And yeah, I just, we, we're so blessed. I'm so blessed to have you as part of my life and to help me get to where I am today. So thanks, man. Well, man, it's, it's, uh, it's been a privilege for sure. And yeah. I think we just had a, a bro moment you did. on here, which I think is a bromant. A broman. A broman. I, I can't. I can't even hug you because we got to stay right? six, feet, six apart, feet. So yeah, uh, which we are, by the way, in yeah. case you're listening to this, wondering social <laughs> social distancing. No, man, but we yeah. uh, absolutely. It's it's mutual. I love you too, and and your family, and so excited to see what God is going to do through you through this new ministry, which we're about to talk about yeah. in our next episode, which will drop next week. So be sure you guys tune back in. In the meantime, like you just heard, Kellen, guys, uh, find that guy, invest in him invest in him because you never know what the Lord is going to do through that relationship and through those uh, discipleship relationships you have. So uh, what you've heard from faithful witnesses, entrust to somebody else, bring them alongside you, run this race together, set the pace for somebody else uh, so that in turn, they will do the same. And uh, we'll be praying for you guys this week in the midst of all the chaos and praying that you will be faithful uh, followers of Christ.